Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Another edition of the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by your State Farm agent, Matt Graham, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, Stanley Law Offices, and... Our terrific, terrific friends at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. If you're in and around Central New York, stop on by to Chick-fil-A. The amazing chicken nuggets and tenders, the fries, the mac and cheese, the fruit cups on the side. Delicious. They've got the chicken tortilla soup, chicken noodle soup, tremendous cookies, tremendous milkshakes. It's all happening at Chick-fil-A. Every single time you go there, it is so fresh. It isn't even funny. I get, uh, I pretty much had everything on the menu here. Uh, you know, uh, uh, salad-wise, I've had the Cobb salad, the Mediterranean salad. It's unbelievable stuff. Great product at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. And don't forget, the holiday season, it's upon us. Grab those gift cards for your loved ones as well. Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Let's dive deep into the NFL Week 11. Let's preview it all right here. And um, as you hear this, the Thursday night game between the Patriots and the Falcons will have been done already. But uh, I I wanted to at least uh, give you my take here. I I just think the Patriots are playing so well. I mean, the way the NFL is going this year, um, and I know some people might say, oh, it happens every year like this. But this year it seems a little bit more wild than others even just with some of the lopsided crazy stuff that's going on uh, with, with all the, you know, these top teams losing to bottom feeders. Um, so watch the Falcons go beat the Patriots, right? But I, I like the way the Patriots are playing right now. The defense is rolling, uh, running game, doesn't matter who's in there. Mac Jones is playing at an efficient high level, and the defense just crushes you. They just take the ball away, and the Patriots win the line of scrimmage. They win simplicity, mechanics, etc. cetera. Uh, the Patriots are playing well, so I, I think they'll win that game 20-17 to 17 in Atlanta. Let's move to Sunday's games in Buffalo, a huge one for AFC playoff uh, positioning between the Colts, a team that currently is pretty hot. Uh, when you think about what they've done here the last uh, four or five weeks, they've gotten themselves back in the conversation for the postseason. I don't think they'll be able to catch Tennessee, but they've won four of their last five um, to get back in this thing. Remember, they started 0-3. Double-digit loss to Seattle, lost by 3 to the Rams, and then lost by 9 to the Titans. Beat the Dolphins, lost to the Ravens, and then won 4-5. Beat Houston, beat San Fran, lost to Tennessee in overtime. Beat the Jets, beat the Jaguars. Now, yeah, you could say, hey, they took advantage of you know some bad teams, fine. But everybody has those clubs on there. And like I said just a minute ago, you know the bad teams have been beating good teams uh, uh, all year. So uh, they, they did what they had to do to get back in. And they go to Orchard Park, and the story for the Indianapolis Colts, it's really, really simple. The game plan is similar to Tennessee when Derrick Henry's in there. Slow down Jonathan Taylor. you got to slow him down. If you're not going to slow him down a little bit, it's going to be a long afternoon because from there, Carson Wentz can work off the play action with the 
you know, with Pittman and company throwing darts, uh, you know, depending on where the coverage is, he can go underneath, uh, he can mix it up more, he can throw screen plays to Taylor. So that's where it all starts. And the Colts have a pretty good offensive line, so this is going to be a nice battle between a, 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 a very good uh, offensive line of the Colts and a defense in the Buffalo Bills that right now is probably the best in the NFL. I mean, they've been playing incredible football all year. They had five takeaways against the Jets last week uh, in the secondary, four interceptions and a fumble recovery uh, after it was forced by Micah Hyde. He did both. So uh, this will be an incredible, incredible uh, game. It'll be very, 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 very close, I think. Um a rematch of the playoff game last year. So much on the line. The Bills cannot afford a slip up here, and I don't think they do. But I think it is going to be a close game, Bills Mafia. I think you're going to have to hang on tight for the ride. 27-23. to 23, I'm going to take the Bills in this game. They are favored, by the way, by seven points. Should also note the Patriots are favored by seven against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, but that's kind of the, the blueprint for the Bills. You know, slow down Taylor. And get your offense going. Keep Stephon Diggs' momentum going. He rolled against the Jets last week. Get it to him all the time. Get it to Gabe Davis. He should be playing more. You know, let's see the Bills open this thing up a little bit and have the defense take over. Carson Wentz is prone to make mistakes. So if it's in the fourth quarter and he's got to make plays, you can count on the Bills maybe getting an interception or two in this game. Ravens at the Bears. Uh, really, really challenging game here for the Chicago Bears. By the way, Look at Lamar Jackson right now with his yards. I think he's a legit MVP candidate, probably a top three guy. Um, and he's got uh, over uh, 3,200 yards of total offense and 16 scoring touchdowns, throwing and running. Uh, and him and, uh, and, and, and uh, Hollywood Brown <clears throat> and the Ravens offense uh, has, for the most part, been pretty, pretty solid and pretty well-rounded. But the problem is, of course, that, uh, you know, the Ravens <laughs> – Last week, loss to the Dolphins. They got to figure it out real, real quick. Uh, I think they win on the road. I think it's closer than some people may may think. I think twenty three twenty is my number in this game. The Ravens are favored by four and a half. Lions at the Browns. I will take Cleveland at home twenty to sixteen. But I think this will be an ugly game. Cleveland's not playing great football right now. Baker Mayfield has been banged up. Uh, you know they didn't have Nick Chubb because of Corona. Um, the Browns are giving up big plays. They can't get off the field on third down. They can't get third downs as an offense. Uh, they're in total shambles. They're now 5-5. Five and five. They've been stumbling down the football stairs for uh, weeks now. And uh, I think they win this game just because the Lions are that bad. Titans host the Texans. Uh, this is an interesting game from the standpoint of, you know, Tennessee... Do they do they do they pull? I don't think they will. But do they pull what you know the Bills did? The Bills kind of just look past the Jags, like eh, whatever. You know, we'll 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 smoke this team. Maybe they tell you that they didn't, but they clearly looked like they did. Um, you know, it's an interesting game from the standpoint of well, we're, you know, you're playing a really bad team and you got to roll them. Um, you lo you lose focus when you're not playing against a great team, though. I mean, there's no doubt about that. The preparation's different. The hype week is different. Everything's different. Um, so I'm interested to see if the Titans can keep their level of performance up uh, against this Texan team it, it, to the point where they should win this game by three or four touchdowns. I mean, they're that much better than the ten, than the uh, Houston Texans. Um, and the Titans just got through their unbelievable meat and potato part of the schedule. I mean, when you look at the last six games, they've beat – well. 
they've won six in a row, um, and they've won eight of nine after losing week one against Arizona. And this team, you know, in that six-game win streak, five wins came against Buffalo, KC, Indianapolis, Los Angeles Rams, and the Saints. Uh, that's pretty darn impressive. And now they get rewarded with really a lot of garbage teams left. They play the Texans twice. They play the Jaguars. They play Miami. Uh, they've also got San Fran at home, which should be a win for them. And at Pittsburgh, kind of a tough game. They've got at New England as well uh, on November 28th of, of Thanksgiving weekend. So we'll see how this whole thing plays out. But I'm here to tell you that it's going to be really, 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 really surprising at this particular point if the Tennessee Titans do not have home field advantage in the AFC and it goes through Nashville, Tennessee. I'm going to take Tennessee in this game 35-10. to 10. Moving on, ML Sports Platter Week 11 picks brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, Barks and Rec Doggy Daycare, and our friends, at the Al and Angus Pub. I can't wait for the Packers-Vikings game in Minnesota. This is going to be a tremendous atmosphere, and I feel like, and I've said this all year, I feel like the Vikings record should be better than what it is, right? Like, they have had Kirk Cousins, Dalvin Cook, and Justin Jefferson playing at such an electric level, and it's very difficult to find an NFL team that has the trio, the quarterback, the A number one running back, and the A number one wide receiver, and they're just all, they're all number ones, and they're all just wicked dominating and playing at in, in, in an elite level. It's hard to find a team that's 500 or under 500 with that mix, right? I mean, let's be honest right now. The Bills' offense is pretty prolific. They don't even have a running back like that, right? Like, the Packers come to mind for sure. They're way over 500. The Green Bay Packers, to me, are the front runners to win the Super Bowl. Um, you know, but if you if you look at... I guess Tennessee, when Derrick Henry was in there, maybe you have that because Tannehill uh, is, is, I think, better than a lot of people give him credit for. Uh, clearly he's shown that because all he does is win. Um, you know, Tannehill, Henry, although I don't think Tannehill's an elite quarterback, so maybe maybe not, right? You can, don't put Tennessee there. Uh, Tampa Bay's missing a, a one, you know, a, a clear-cut number one running back. Uh, they have multiple guys who run it, including Leonard Fournette, but they don't have a Henry or a Cook or a Camara. Um you know, the Vikings have a triple threat with these three guys. They have three major offensive weapons. By the way, the Titans in the previous game, I forgot to mention, they are favored by 10, and uh, there's no, I think it's an even line here for Lions-Browns. There's nothing listed. Um, I think Green Bay goes in and has some problems against Minnesota, but pulls it out because I never bet against Aaron Rodgers in the fourth quarter against Kirk Cousins, right? I mean, this is one of those games where, when you look at Green Bay and you look at the benefit of playing in the NFC North, you have six games against the Vikings, Bears, and Lions. Two of those teams are atrocious. The other one is fairly competitive, but when it comes down to it, and look, Kirk Cousins this year has 2,400-plus yards and 18 touchdowns. He's been efficient. His rating has been terrific. But can you count on him in this type of a game? This is season-on-the-line type of stuff here. We've seen Cousins in the fourth quarter. When he has to make plays, throw in space, drive him down, take the lead, he makes mistakes. And I got to just think the way I've always thought, which is Aaron Rodgers greater than Kirk Cousins. And I think that's the difference in this game. 
Having said that, I'm not going to be surprised if the Vikings win the game. Packers are favored by two. Give me Green Bay by five in this game, 33-28. to 28. Dolphins at Jets, Godspeed to all those who have to watch this game and cover this game. This is going to be a complete and utter dumpster fire. The Jets are a disaster. I would expect some paper bags out at MetLife Stadium. Um, having said that, I'm going to go with the home team. In a weird way, it just seems to me like the Dolphins coming off the high against Baltimore, uh, you know, beating Baltimore last week. Uh, I have a weird feeling that, you know, Mike White bounces back for the Jets a little bit. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. The key to this game is going to be, you know, the slop and the turnovers. You know, who, 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 who performs less of those two things? I'm going to take the Jets at home 16-13. to The Dolphins are favored by three. So uh, there you have that. Saints are at the Eagles, where the Philly Eagles are one-and-a-half-point favorites and got a big win against Denver on the road last week. Um, this is no doubt about it, must-win territory for the New Orleans Saints. They need to not make any mistakes. They've got to go out and win the football game, and they've got to get back into a uh, real playoff contender area. If they lose this game, they drop down to 500. And, and it's going to be hard to catch up with seven games left because there's too many teams uh, in the NFC for sure. Uh, the division winners, you know, are pretty much, uh, you know, spoken for in terms of the Cowboys and the Packers uh, in the South, the Buccaneers, right? And then out West, you know, at, probably between the Rams and the Cardinals, although after the Rams got thumped on uh, Monday Night Football by the 49ers, there's a situation here where the Cardinals, I think, are, are more of a front runner there. The Saints, you know, they they've got to get they got to they got to win this game. There's just too many teams uh, NFC standing wise. Um, it's not as jumbled quite like the AFC. I don't I don't think. Um, but having said that, there are still plenty of of teams. I mean, when you look at this, uh, when you look at all these clubs. Um, Actually, you know what? I stand corrected because I was thinking for some reason um, that the Panthers had one less loss. You know what? The Saints could still lose this game and be and be relatively okay because there are seven playoff bursts. Three of those are wild cards. Think about that. If the Saints lose this game, go to five and five. Um, yeah, they'll still be in it. I think the one wild card that we can guarantee right now is either the Rams or the Cardinals, a team that doesn't win the division uh, in the NFC West. And then you have a bunch of these teams, you know, going into Week 11, 5-5 five five Panthers, 5-4 five Saints, 4-5 Vikings, um, you know, the, the Eagles, Giants, and, and Washington football team, the Lions and Bears, they're all out of it. The Vikings at 4-5 and five are an interesting case. you got the 5-4 and four Saints, you've got the 4-5 and five Falcons, uh, the 49ers now 4-5 and five after beating the Rams. So the Saints could lose this game, I stand corrected, but you'd rather not. <laughs> you know, if you can win one game and, and, and get another uh, and get your sixth win, that's going to be a, a, a big thing for New Orleans. It'll be a hostile environment. It's a, tough, it's a tough, tough, tough place to play in Philadelphia. That fan base is rapid and rabid, and oh, by the way, they are ruthless and... You know, the Saints not playing at home, there's still that element for me. I, I, I'm i taking Philly. I'm taking Philly in this game. I really am. Uh, you know, they're favored by a point and a half. I think that they cover that. I'm going to go 23-20 uh, victory over the Saints. The Eagles play really, really hard. That's the thing. 
That's what's gotten them to this point. And you know what? Maybe the Eagles, if they win this game, you know, I mentioned the other NFC East teams are probably toast. Well, actually, the Eagles win at 5-6. and six. They might be, you know, right in that in-the-hunt card on uh, on CBS Sports and Fox, right? So um, I'll take the Eagles in this game. Won't be surprised uh, if it goes the other way. This game is super hard to pick. Washington football team at the Carolina Panthers. The story in this game clearly is Cam Newton, right? I mean, he's going up against his old coach in Ron Rivera. He clearly didn't want Cam Newton uh, in Washington uh, this season. Cam, uh, I thought the Panthers really won last week and, and rallied with the energy and all the rest around Cam Newton. I know Kyler Murray wasn't in for Arizona. I get it. But uh, Carolina showed me a lot last week that they still have enough here. They've still got some oomph. They lost Sam Darnold. But you pick up Newton. Matt Rule's a tough-as-nails coach. Uh, they play extremely hard for him. Uh, they've got more in McCaffrey, his offensive weapons, and now Cam there uh, as well. Uh, they're, they've been prepping all week for him to start. So let's see him start. Let's see what he brings to the table. Give me the Panthers at home against Washington in another emotional game. And Carolina makes a move in the playoff picture as well. They're favored by three and a half. I'm going to take them 30 to 24. Jaguars home for the 49ers, a 49er team that's really rolling right now. They're confident. Um, you know, Mitchell running the ball well. It looks like Ayuk and Samuel are making some plays. Uh, and the defense is certainly opportunistic. We saw that against the Rams, uh, and that was a big game, Monday Night Football, that they won. I'm going to take the 49ers on the road. Uh, I think it'll take a little bit of time for them to get going, but I will pick them 26-21 to 21 in this game. The Niners, however, are favored by six points. Bengals at the Raiders. Here we go, two five and four teams. These games are so big now from here on out, right, in the NFL. This is kind of where... You, you get into, um, you know, positioning for the postseason uh, or try to solidify home field, whatever the case may be, these next, you know, few weeks here. Uh, really, there's a lot of separation. Um, the Bengals had the bye week last week, and the Raiders are just, they're consistently inconsistent. I never know what, what team's going to show up for them. And frankly, the Bengals are kind of the same way. Home game, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, like, it's this is so close. I'm going to actually take the playmakers of the Cincinnati Bengals in this game. You know, there's two teams in the NFL that you probably never want to trust, Bengals and the Falcons, just because they always find a way to screw it up, and the Browns for that, for that matter. Um, but in this case, I'm going to take the Bengals because I like the matchup for Jamar Chase and, uh, and, and those receivers against the Raiders secondary. I think Mixon's going to be able to run the football quite a bit. You run the football with Mixon, you establish that, and Burrow gets off with a play action. That's going to be a tough offense for the Raiders to slow down. But I do think it's a close game. 31-28 Cincinnati in this one, and they are favored by one point. Cowboys at Chiefs in probably the game of the week, right? I mean, this has to be the game uh, of the week. Uh, Two teams here, two enormous brands in the NFL. This game is at Arrowhead. The Chiefs looked like maybe last week against the Raiders. They figured some stuff out. A tremendous performance by Patrick Mahomes. 400-yard game. Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes, Andy Reid. There's too much talent there. And by the way, for the Kansas City Chiefs not having a potpourri of superstar defensive players, that's a pretty aggressive blitzing defense that really does get after it. Now, sometimes they are over-aggressive and then they give up plays, but... Man, I, I think the Chiefs are, are going to turn here a little bit, turn a corner and go on maybe a little bit of a hot streak. They're favored by two and a half in this game. 
And I, you know, I've talked about this for a while. Like, Cowboys, can you trust him? Can you trust him? Can you trust him? I'm close to trusting him, but you know what? Isn't one game eventually going to come down to a Mike McCarthy gaffe in terms of play calling or game management, something, right? Like, they, they're they out of timeouts because they burned them or uh, just awful, awful decision-making in crucial spots. Um, you know, maybe that's this game. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm going to take Kansas City close, 34 to 31. The Chiefs are favored by two and a half. And uh, there's just so much star power, so many great offensive players. CeeDee Lamb, Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, Pollard, Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, uh, the Honey Badger. Uh, They've got a lot of players in this game. And this is a huge test for both clubs. Bigger test for the Cowboys because it is on the road. And they got to stay with the Joneses in the NFC, man. They got to stay with the Cardinals. They got to stay with the Packers if they're going to have any hope at home field advantage running through Jerry's playground. Cardinals at Seahawks, one team rising, one team falling. I know the Cardinals lost last week, um, but again, no Kyler Murray in that game, etc. Carolina rolled them, but it's a new week. Um, I believe Kyler Murray, it's, he's pointed towards playing, isn't he? I, the last I saw, let me see here. Um, I thought that he was, yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty close. I just caught this on NBC Sports. He's pretty close to being ready to play. Um, He returned to practice Wednesday uh, was the day I was looking for. So yeah, I I think he, I think he's probably going to play. I think Kyler Murray probably plays and I think that jolts this Cardinal team. Their offense is fantastic. We obviously know that a great group of wide receivers and an opportunistic defense that has been really getting after it all year long, led by the likes of Buda Baker and company. So uh, I I think Arizona goes into Seattle, tough atmosphere, but the Seattle Seahawks to me look broken. And I would not be surprised to see Russell Wilson try to negotiate his way out of town in the off season. Are you listening? Philadelphia Eagles, you have all that draft capital, first rounders and the like, you can go out and get Russell Wilson. You put him with Devante Smith. You go out and get another back. You go out and get a couple of guys, another tight end, and you use those pick and picks in the draft to get some more talent, and the Eagles could be real scary as early as 2022 if they go get Mr. Russell Wilson. Give me the Cardinals in this game, 41. I think they put up some points, 41 to 26. They are favored by two and a half. Steelers at the Chargers. Again, the AFC is so muddy. It's so gross. So many teams together. Both of these teams are five-win teams, 5-3-1 and one Steelers. Last week, awful tie against the Lions, albeit without Ben Roethlisberger. The Chargers at 5-4. and four, People tried to crown them as the new darlings in the AFC, along with the Bengals. And now we fast forward to the week before Thanksgiving, and the Chargers are just barely hanging on for dear football life. But they have a home game. They have the Steelers traveling across the country. I think the Chargers are due. Uh, Keenan Allen continues to play at a high level. Justin Herbert... Uh, is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, And, you know, one thing we have learned about the Chargers, uh, and maybe it goes to Brandon Staley, and and I really do like him as a head football coach, when they've lost games, they have had the next game in some cases, they have had an unbelievable rebound performance. Two specific cases this year. Number one, week two, they lost to Dallas. All they did was come back and win three in a row. They went into Kansas City and won. They beat Vegas at home, two division games, and beat Cleveland at home. 
They lost at Baltimore. They got their mouths kicked in. They lost to New England that you know only by three, but they could have won that game. They just needed to make a couple more plays in the second half. But after that loss, you know, those two losses, they came right back and won at Philadelphia. Then they lose to Minnesota at home, which was a dreadful loss. The chart. This is a must win for each of these teams because the NF, the AFC is so freaking crowded. It's so sloppy. It's so muddied. And uh, both of these teams need this victory a, a lot. I think both teams are going to try to do everything in their power uh, to pull off a victory. But I think the Chargers, in the end, are the team that gets it done. They're favored by 5.5. I'm taking them by 10, 30-20 in this football game. And finally, the Giants are at the Buccaneers. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers roll in this one. Uh, last week, Tampa Bay looked absolutely hideous against the Washington football team. Uh, Tom Brady throwing a couple of picks. Uh, the defense, despite losing Chase Young, uh, actually really, 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 really played well, uh, you know, forcing pressure and, and making things uncomfortable. And then the Washington playmakers, they did enough on their end offensively to uh, to get the win. So uh, they're going to be hungry as all hell, and the Giants are on the road. The Giants are just not good in so many facets of the game. They have figured out ways to lose time and time again this year. But I think this one isn't even close to have one of those instances happen. I think this game is over by, you know, the middle of the third quarter. Uh, give me Tampa Bay uh, in this game 34-13. to I expect the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense to dominate in this game as well. Too much Brady, too much Fournette, too much Evans, too much Godwin, too much Tampa defense. Uh, and, you know, I really like the Tampa Bay defense. Uh, and, by the way, Tampa Bay is 4-0 at home this year. Uh, it's an awfully tough place to play the pirate ship. We know that they played the Super Bowl at home, the first team to do so in league history. Um, you know, but I, I just I like this team defensively. I really do. I like the makeup. I think they've got every possible position covered. They've got good D tackles led by Vita Vey and Sue. Uh, the defensive ends can get after it, albeit not being superstar names. Uh, but where I really like this team is I like them in the middle and I like them in the back. That's where I really like them. I like them with Shaquille Barrett. I like them with Levante David, right? I like them with Pierre Paul. I like those linebackers, Devin White. Uh, they shuttle east, west, north, south, make plays, stop the run, can cover tight ends, etc., can cover other receivers in the slot. And then the, the secondary is, is, is terrific. I mean, super opportunistic. Uh, Antoine Winfield is, 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 is just a playmaker. And, uh, you know, Whitehead back there uh, as well. They have strong safety. So um, strong safety, strong corners. And I think Tampa Bay gets it done on Monday Night Football against the New York Football Giants. Mike Lindsley with you here. It is the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, you name it. Go ahead and download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by Welch & Company Jewelers, CNY Electrical, and Sit Means Sit Dog Training. Make sure you go see Sit Means Sit if you're in and around Central New York. Any dog, any breed, any behavior. They have free consultations going on right now at Sit Means Sit uh, Dog Training. Go ahead and visit them online at sitmeansit.com. That's sitmeansit.com. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to the Camillus Golf Club, Burton Ace Hardware, and the Swan and Whitaker families for their support of the platform as well. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.